Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Stockholm. Well, the, this uh, trip has different objectives, uh, and uh, one of them is to, to promote investment in Portugal uh, in different areas. Uh, we are uh, tomorrow. We have a meeting with uh, with uh, uh, the Confederation of Industry, uh, and um, we are we already have important investments from Sweden in Portugal. And we want to attract more. Uh, of course, these uh, investments are not just uh, on the tourism area. Uh, we are focusing a lot in this trip to Denmark and, and Sweden on investments on software, on areas like uh, life sciences and biotech. But tourism is also an important uh, goal in the sense of uh, attracting investment, but attracting uh, new types of tourists as well. So uh, one of the aims of this trip is for sure promoting a different vision of tourism in Portugal. And uh, this is the right time. Uh, Portugal has had an enormous success in, uh, in, uh, in its uh, tourism in the last, uh, in the last uh, three years or even more. Uh, it has... Sorry. Okay. What do you think uh, are the key factors that uh, you have... Uh, found so many new tourists to come to your country? I think that the, the, the key factors of success was, first of all, the change of image of the country. Uh, the second, I think, was the... From what to... From, from what, what's the change? I think from a, a sun and beach country, uh, so for uh, summer holidays, to a more complex vision, to a country that has much more to, to offer, like uh, fantastic cities, uh, Lisbon and Porto have been uh, all over the place in terms of, of, uh, of uh, tourism promotion, some of them done by ourselves, but a lot of it done uh, by the interest of people and, uh, and uh, they have grown up a lot. But also uh, different types of tourism, like uh, nature tourism, uh, golf tourism, uh, sports conventions, uh, and so on. So I think this uh, more complex idea that widen a lot the markets, uh, not just a market for families to go in the summer, but uh, also a market for people that go to play golf all over the year, people that go on the hike or bicycle uh, trails, all over the year as well, or uh, city breaks in Lisbon and Porto uh, that are becoming very popular, and more and more also people that are exploring the country. And uh, one of the things that people find in Portugal is that it's very easy and very safe to do it. Roads are very good, people speak English all over the country, so they are always uh, open to help you. 
people can find uh, good restaurants all over the place and restaurants where they can fit in. They find special and different hotels uh, across the country and they can do this with a lot of safety. Safety on the road, safety because the society is very peaceful, uh, but also safety in terms of uh, uh, finding people that are pleasant and open to, to receive them in a very good way. So I think part of the success of tourism is clearly the widening of what uh, uh, was seen as our offer. The other part is a lot of work on promotion, but a lot, a lot of work as well in attracting new routes to Portugal. But I think the two things were linked together. New routes, do you, you mean airplane? Airplane. Uh, How do you do that? We work with the promoters, but, but this is what I was going to say, that the two things are linked. If we convince a, a promoter of uh, opening uh, one more route or to open a route that was only coming on the winter, or on the summer, I mean, to come all year long, if it didn't work, we would not be able to convince uh, many more. And what we have uh, been doing is to work with, uh, with, uh, with the tourist uh, agents for them to open this, to consider packages, or not just on the peak season but also on the shoulder season but at the same time working in them to working with them to guarantee that it results so working with them in promotion but working on them on on the ground as well creating new activities creating more uh, cultural activities and so on we have done a program for instance for the shoulder season in the Algarve with lots of cultural events to guarantee that people that go there don't arrive to cities that uh, uh, had a lot of activity in the previous months but now has nothing. And it's just the opposite. Now you have a lot of cultural activities in the Algarve during the, the shoulder season. And the interesting thing is that you go there in October or November and you go to the city centers and they are lively. They are not uh, with so much people that uh, they would have in the summer, which probably is good for many people that want a more peaceful time anyway but they have uh, restaurants are open hotels are functioning uh, there are uh, cultural events going on and so on but not just in the Algarve but we extended this to other parts of the country as well and uh, this I think created uh, a more balanced uh, growth in tourism and uh, when you look at the numbers uh, for Portugal it's very easy to see that uh, well, tourism grew a lot. But almost doubled. Almost doubled, yes. But the, the, the important thing is also to see how it is growing now. And what uh, we uh, can see is that it's growing twice as much in the shoulder season than in the peak season. It's growing uh, much more on regions that were not the regions with more intensity uh, of tourism. So Algarve is growing more in value than just in the number of tourists. Lisbon is also growing, uh, but much more on value than on number of tourisms. But the regions that are growing more are Azores, the north region, uh, Alentejo, uh, the central region of Portugal. And the types of tourists that are growing are much more diversified than they used to be in the past. It's not just families for summer holidays, it's people that want to travel, people that want to do sports, a lot of conference and, uh, and uh, enterprise events, 
uh, and also tourism that is moving uh, across the country. People that rent a car in one city move around and then even depart from a different city. And uh, this uh, different type of uh, tourism means that tourism is more spread across the country, is creating interesting opportunities for development, and people are also finding new things, things that are uh, different uh, from what they expect. They are being surprised uh, again with our country, even people that have been there many times, but in some cases have been many times only for the summer, for the beaches, and now are getting into the interior of the country. That I think it's a, it's a, a very interesting and a very important part of our success as well. I have been to Portugal many times, and the first time I was eight, and the last time it was like six, seven years ago. And uh, without insulting you, I must say, the last year, the last time I was there, it was much cleaner. Uh, did you do anything, or, or did I just uh, have this new feeling? I think it uh, it depends a lot on uh, where you where we you went and when you went. I think that. But, but uh, I had a feeling uh, that the country was poor. But the last time I came, uh, and we sailed from Porto uh, to Malaga, so we, we saw quite a lot of the shore. Uh, and I, it, there's some infrastructure that you have done that is better, or am, am I wrong? No, I think you're, you're right about one very interesting thing is that city centers are very renewable, uh, very renewed. With the, and tourism is a big part of it, but not just tourism, even people start leaving more of the city centers. So what happened is the, that uh, there were investment in improving the heritage. There was uh, investment in tourism also more concentrated in the city centers. And I think that was part of the change in tourism in the last uh, 10 years or more. Uh, it's like tourism... Uh, they had a big impact already in the, in the Algarve region and in some areas of Lisbon, but now it uh, it extended the, to 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 all the historical part of of Lisbon, being involved and being improved also by tourism. Also, our public services and so on uh, improved, and in many areas that uh, tourism grew very fast at some stage. Uh, it took a, uh, it took a while for the authorities for restaurants to respond but now we have a very good response to 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 the demand that we have a response in terms of uh, a big number of firms that uh, can offer you different experiences uh, big different number of of restaurants and of different uh, bars and so on some of them opened by portuguese some of them opened by uh, expatriates that live in Portugal and uh, start seeing many people from their country coming and open uh, special uh, things for, for to answer this kind of uh, of uh, special demand uh, from uh, from tourists. But what you can see is a big improvement in our cities, and uh, what is quite interesting is that you can have in the same street today restaurants from chefs that are. Uh, acclaimed and that now have uh, Michelin stars and so on and next door you can see a project of a guy from France that or from Italy that moved to Portugal and opened his restaurant uh, alongside his boyfriend or girlfriend uh, and as a, a very personal project and will receive you in a very interesting way uh, 
but the next store as well could be a restaurant that is there for 50 years and serves very traditional Portuguese uh, food, but that will welcome anyone that will come with open arms. And this, I think, it's a very interesting thing that you can see in Lisbon, but also in Porto, is that the city re-encountered itself in a cosmopolitan way, but being cosmopolitan in Lisbon or in Porto never meant being less uh, in touch with, with its own roots. Uh, actually, a lot of the most typical restaurants in Lisbon are from people that came from outside of Lisbon, that came from the villages and opened uh, very typical restaurants in the center of a very cosmopolitan city. And since they are good, the cosmopolitan Portuguese always enjoy this uh, traditional cooking. And uh, since they are good and they are interesting and different, I think they also attract uh, the attention of, uh, of tourists that uh, want to try these things. But I think what is interesting is that you have different people trying different things as well. You have uh, in the same neighborhood, in the same historical neighborhood, you may find a lot of difference in different types of, uh, of experience that you can have. And uh, you can also do that while you travel across the country, that you have completely different structures of architecture in the south and in the north, with the south being very Mediterranean, very white uh, kind of buildings, uh, small cities that are uh, very beautiful and very well preserved. The north much more similar to, to, to France or to the north of Spain as well, much more green, much more... Uh, and uh, and you can mix this with the different settings of uh, valleys like the Douro Valley where you can have uh, very interesting wine experiences but an interesting thing is that the Douro Valley is already very well known but you also have down or Alentejo as wine regions that are now being discovered and uh, this discovering I think is something that uh, is what I think keeps bringing more and more tourists this is on one side. On the other side, I think it's like on our traditional tourism, we improved our response. We had more investment. We improved the hotels and the hotels are better. Uh, we created lines for investment for the renewable, the renewing of the hotels and uh, they improved in terms of quality. We transformed uh, a lot the 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 training within our schools, listening to the operators that were in the market. And this was answering to a problem that is a good problem that is increasing demand. But if you see increasing demand as uh, something that is just good and you don't do anything about it, then you'll create problems because you're not answering right to this increasing demand. And this is what I think... Uh, the Portuguese tourism uh, system is answering really right with new investments, with uh, an upgrade of quality, not just in the hotels, but also in the restaurants and in the services. The number of firms that uh, uh, offer different experiences to tourists increased a lot. And today, even in mid-sized cities that were not seen as being in the trail of tourism some years ago, you have golf courses, you may have uh, experience of uh, horseback riding, you may have experience of uh, bicycling or going to hiking or so on. And uh, 
this of course attracts new tourists and makes one thing that I think is uh, very interesting is that uh, we have a very big percentage, almost 90% of the people uh, say that the country was uh, well above their expectations. And I think is this collective effort of the society to receive well and to open new things and new ideas and to offer to each person that goes to the country different experiences that adjust better to, to what the person wants that I think is giving this uh, above the expectations. So I think the country really is better than the photos and the photos are quite good. You have uh, 19 million tourists, is it? Uh, and, and it's almost double as the population. Has there yeah. been any problems? Uh, sometimes we hear about over-tourism and things like that. That, that was something that we uh, considered in our strategy in a very clear way. We have room to continue to grow, but we, uh, we have to have a strategy of not growing, just doing the same in the same places. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What we have done in a different way within the regions that already have a lot of tourism was also to diversify the places that people visit in, the, in our uh, cities. For instance, Lisbon, the tourism tended to be more concentrated just in the, a few neighborhoods, and now tourists are discovering uh, new, new neighborhoods, new areas of the city, but it's, it's a, a common effort. At the same time that they are discovering these new places, we are also making an effort of uh, putting them together, uh, building infrastructures uh, that uh, uh, make uh, the places look better, uh, closing uh, traffic on some streets and creating new squares. For instance, in Lisbon, this was done in many areas. And also, uh, the, the, the system is responding. Restaurants that were in areas that uh, tourists, tourists didn't reach now... Um, are more open to tourism and some of them have put menus in English or whatever. But all of this meant that uh, we managed to have more tourists without having uh, a lot of phenomenon over-tourism. Over I wouldn't say that in some specific spots you cannot find that, but uh, it's not the feeling that people come when they come out of Lisbon. Just the opposite. What they are feeling more and more 
is that if they only went for two or three days that they should have uh, stayed longer or they should come back. And one of the things that we are doing in terms of promotion is also making them consider coming back and staying not only in Lisbon but doing Lisbon and Alentejo and go and taste the wines and see these Moorish towns that we have uh, which are uh, world heritage uh, from UNESCO or in Porto to find different cities like uh, Braga, Guimarães or, or the Douro Valley or even Jerez which is a natural park that is very uh, very interesting and it's being more and more discovered by, by tourists. So I think by spreading tourists uh, across the year and across the country we are managing to con uh, continue to grow and to grow on quality but grow without uh, without uh, without uh, having these phenomena of over tourism uh, uh, that could uh, i think ruin the product uh, in in a couple of years Many famous people has um, in 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 Portugal. Uh, when I was there, we went to John Malkovich restaurants and Alicia Vikander, Sweden's biggest film star, has moved to have a house in Portugal. And Madonna has a house. How have you made all these famous people come to your country? I think we have made that uh, uh, by being equal to ourselves. One of the things that uh, we decided from the beginning of this government is that uh, we assume a line that is a continuation of the line of the previous government, that Portugal is a country that is open, is open for trade, open for investment, open for everyone that wants to come and visit or live in our country. And for us, that is a very clear message that is shared by the whole country. And uh, this message, I think, was shared by m much more countries in the past than it is today. I think some of these artists are not feeling so comfortable anymore in the US or in other countries like Britain that is going for Brexit or other countries that are moving in a direction that is not so open. But I think that that is part of, of the feeling that we are being able to promote not just externally but internally. People that come to our country feel that they are welcome, feel that they can integrate quite well our society being equal to themselves. And this, I think, is a very strong message. The other thing that uh, a lot of these uh, people from the expatriate uh, communities uh, feel is that they feel at home. They feel that there is a lot of safety, not just safety on the streets, safety from crime, of course, we are one of the most peaceful countries in the world, but also uh, safety in terms of uh, having a good uh, healthcare system, safety in terms of uh, people welcoming you and not being uh, uh, rude at you. And this uh, creates a very uh, sympathetic, a very uh, nice atmosphere. So I think that different artists came from different ideas, but I think apart from this uh, openness and this feeling at home, there's also, they also came because they felt that uh, there's something going on. And what is going on is that uh, Lisbon is for a long time a very vibrant, uh, vibrant city, and maybe it has become even more vibrant, uh, but uh, it has been discovered as a vibrant city. It's a city where you can have dinner at 
2am it's a city where you have uh, a lot of bars and restaurants but it's a city where you can have a quiet night as well or a quiet dinner or you can have uh, uh, you can live in neighborhoods where everybody leaves the door open and the window open without any trouble and this mixture of uh, being in a place that is at the same time cozy and safe and pleasant but at the same time with a lot of uh, things happening and uh, I could just give you an example of what is happening in Portugal in terms of uh, summer festivals in terms of international music and you see that a lot of uh, artists go there for different summer festivals and a lot of these uh, summer festivals that started for the Portuguese public that five years ago already had a lot of Spanish that would come to Portugal now have uh, 60, 65% of people that are coming from abroad and they are coming because these festivals are organized in a very professional way they have a fantastic set of artists and they have good weather good atmosphere, the prices are much uh, cheaper than the prices I remember being in England in some of these summer festivals and uh, the prices were much higher and uh, mud was involved which not everyone likes but, but just just to just to give you an example that uh, it's not just the, the, the feeling at home kind of cozy atmosphere that I think you have in a big city like Lisbon it's also having a big capital with people from all over the world with a lot of people from Brazil a lot of people from Africa uh, but a lot of people from France now uh, interesting community English community that is in Portugal for many many years and all of these communities integrate and have their own events their own uh, uh, film festivals their own uh, uh, cultural events and this creates a very lively and very interesting uh, city not just in Lisbon but also in Porto where the, 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 there's also foreign communities that are there for a long time uh, linked to Porto wine but linked to other activities as well uh, and this creates a very, a very interesting setting that I think people start discovering more and more in the, in the last years. Would you say that the economical crisis that hit Portugal some years ago is over? And is it thanks to tourism or that sort of... Is that picture correct? Uh, the crisis that uh, came to Portugal uh, is uh, over now. The country is growing above the European Union average. Uh, last year we grew at 2.7%. Uh, and the growth was quite interesting. Uh, we had a growth of 2.7% on the GDP, 9% uh, growth on the investment, and a 11% growth on 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 the exports. Uh, it's true that the exports of tourism grew 19%, so sort of Asiatic kind of growth, right? But the exports of goods uh, grew uh, close to 10% as well. So it was not uh, uh, export. The part of the of the growth that was export led was not only pushed by tourism. For instance, this year, tourism is growing at 14%, the revenues from tourism, which is a very good growth. 
but it's like the third or fourth sector that is growing more. Well, last year, we had sectors of agriculture that grew more than tourism, uh, and this year, automobile exports and components for automobiles are growing 30%, so they are growing much more than, than uh, twice as much as tourism. Machinery exports are growing more than 10%. So we, uh, this growth was pushed by a diversified set of sectors. That includes tourism, includes agricultural products, includes machinery and automobiles, and includes also other services like transports or software, uh, where uh, our technological firms are growing quite fast. And uh, so it's, uh, it is a diversified uh, uh, growth uh, pushed by different sectors, even when you look at uh, the investment that grew a lot, you see new investments and important investments in tourism, but you see also uh, a big number of important investments in the automobile sector, in the machinery sector. You see important investments on areas like software, like Google that is creating uh, more than 500 jobs in Portugal, or Cisco that is also expanding, or Siemens, or other uh, firms. Uh, that are expanding uh, their capability in areas of engineering, in areas of software, but also in areas like agriculture, where a mix of Portuguese investment, but also foreign investment uh, with big scale is promoting growth. So what I would say, it's, it's not just tourism, but tourism was a part of it, and it's an important part. Tourism had an important part also on the growth of employment. So it helped a lot uh, reducing unemployment and uh, gave a very important contribute to the reduction of unemployment, especially because other sectors uh, that create uh, uh, a lot of exports are more capital intensive and uh, tourism is always a person sector, so it's always a, a very important sector for job creation. But what we have seen in terms of tourism is if it is growing, we have to make, create the conditions for more investment. And this is what we have done. And we have more than uh, 120 new hotels uh, being built and about to be open. What we did also was we have to guarantee that uh, we diversify the offer. And we have made a program called Revive uh, to put... Uh, buildings that are monuments that were abandoned uh, to be invested and recovered and transformed into special hotels. And we have 33 of these uh, monuments that are coming to the market uh, for biddings. Uh, we have worked a lot on, on training and uh, Portugal is very well known for have received the prize for best destination in Europe, twice best destination in the world. Madeira, the best island, Lisbon, the best city for city breaks. But the United Nations gave us a prize for best public policies on policies of training. We uh, reformulate a lot the training, listening to the people of, uh, of uh, the travel agents, the hotel owners and so on. And we uh, put more emphasis into give training in areas like software and digital skills, language skills, but also soft skills like um, uh, we introduce, for instance, theater courses in our training uh, courses to make sure that people 
can uh, are more open to talk with other people, are more lively and so on and so on, which was something that people were complaining that when they would come from the schools they were very tight. And, but it is only part of it. The, another part was that schools of, of uh, the, the part of the kitchen, they were quite good in the training and the level was very demanding. But we, have, we said, no, no, you have to be very good and very demanding, but also very creative. So we introduced a lot of new things of creativity. We have 12 different schools from, uh, uh, from the, the, the tourism office, and we diversified. We put some schools more specialized in fish dishes, others in typical dishes, others more in learning cooking of the world, others more experimental uh, cuisine and so on. So we made a... We are making today a big effort for tourism to remain a very interesting thing and to remain more and more and more interesting and more sophisticated thing in Portugal in the coming 10 years. And I think it's that effort that I think is also producing very interesting results and uh, making that the growth in tourism is sustainable. And that, uh, I would say, would be one last thing that I think it's quite interesting in Portugal. We have had, in many parts of the country, very strict laws about environment, and you still have in Portugal all the Alentejo coast, big parts of the Algarve coast, that are quite unspoiled. You have hotels, but they are not on the coastline. In some cases they are in the coastline, but only in some specific areas. So you don't have a, a mass intensification of tourism, except in a very few areas. And this means that we uh, have been able to grow in a sustainable way in these areas. And the same happens with the, with the, with the cities. I think tourism has contributed a lot to this cleaning up, to this recovering of the city centers that in some cases were uh, old or a bit run down. Uh, and this happens for one reason. When you look at the size that Portugal achieved in the discovering ages, uh, Portugal until the 19th century had uh, Brazil, which uh, uh, is uh, today 20 times bigger than Portugal in terms of population and in terms of the size of the country. It's an enormous country. You can think that why the historical uh, part of Lisbon is so big because it was not the capital of a country of 10 million, it was the capital of an empire that was quite big. And uh, then we, have, uh, we were not involved in the world war, so none of this uh, heritage was destroyed. But it was a lot of heritage to recover, and this is, I think, something that uh, tourism is contributing a lot. But the local government, the central government is also doing a big effort to improve the recovering of our heritage and this is also opening more and more areas of the city that uh, are becoming more interesting and uh, are opening uh, for not just for the tourists but for the locals to, to, to enjoy as well. And this is what you see in many areas that now have a lot of tourism, some of them starting being opened by uh, areas that were where new bars, new restaurants opened and start attracting a lot of Portuguese first and then since they are lively they also attract people that uh, go there and want to see uh, different things.
So when we meet in five years, how many million tourists will you have? I think that Portugal can still grow and can grow to to from uh, from the the, the the 20 million that has now to the 25s to the 30 million uh, has to have a steady growth, but can do that if uh, it continue to grow in the strategy that we have followed in the last two and a half years, which is a growth of tourism that is more diversified, that is more balanced across the territory, that is more balanced as well. Uh, across the year and we have the goods to offer for that we have very good landscapes we have very good spots for tourism in the winter uh, because we have a mild winter we have uh, nature tourism that has been enjoyed for many years by the Portuguese but it's still not very well known uh, with the foreigners we have wine tourism that is developing and growing but still has a lot to grow not just in Douro, but also in Dão, Alentejo, and even around the, the, the Lisbon area. We have areas like uh, the Azores that have grown a lot in the last two years, but still have uh, very few tourists. And Azores has nine islands, and most of the, the tourists are only going to two uh, of these nine islands. So there's a lot of room for growth without uh, having uh, too much intensity. But one has to remember that Lisbon is a two and a half million uh, city. Porto is a one and a half million city. So even if tourism city breaks grow a lot, you go there and it's still a very Portuguese city. Uh, bars, the lively uh, areas, uh, chef restaurants and so on. Most of them have uh, on the Portuguese and on the on the people that live in the city, their main focus, but they are open for tourists, and this creates a very interesting, uh, a very interesting setting, and a very interesting setting where tourism can grow and can grow in the quality and in a way that doesn't spoil the the, the products that we have. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.